1: Here we go, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans is ready to roll on a Friday. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report. I'm Sean Kelly, and good morning from Toronto, Ontario, where the uh, Pelicans road trip continues tonight against the Toronto Raptors, and then it's off to New York, New York uh, to face the Knicks on Sunday and finally come home. But here on this Friday uh, from Toronto, we're going to preview that game tonight with Pelicans head coach Alvin Gentry. And we'll continue our conversation today regarding the Saints and the Redskins matchup scheduled for Sunday at FedEx Field. We get the opportunity to visit with Kenny Albert. He'll be calling the play-by-play for the NFL on Fox. He rejoins us uh, here for the second time this season. We'll, uh, we'll get his thoughts on the matchup and uh, other doings. Maybe a little, a little sprinkle, a little NHL perhaps uh, with Kenny today. He's also the radio voice of the New York Rangers. And we'll learn a little bit more uh, from the Redskins' side. When we visit with Rich Tandler today, he is the uh, Redskins blogger for CSN Mid-Atlantic and also you can find him at realredskins.com. So a good Friday show lined up for you. Um, we understand that it's, uh, uh, it's almost as chilly uh, back home in the uh, Gulf South as it is here north of the border. So uh, we're all feeling a fall a little bit here as we get ready for the weekend. Uh, This uh, podcast, by the way, is uh, marking an occasion today in that this is the 500th black and blue report. Um, I don't know whether that's a big number, a little number, or what it all means in the grand scheme of things, but it does mean that we've been doing this a little while now, and uh, so we happen to mark it on this Friday as number 500, and uh, we thank all of you, of course, for being a part of it and for keeping it going and giving us great ideas for guests and what you want to hear about with regard to uh, the Saints and the Pelicans. So with that being noted now, we'll take our first break here in Toronto. When we come back, Kenny Albert from the NFL on Fox as we continue to look forward to the Saints and the Redskins. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star
2: Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Create fun and affordable memories for the entire family with a Pierre's Party Pack. Ticket packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include three or more tickets, combo meals, and an on-court free-throw experience with Pierre the Pelican, all for as low as $48. The next Pierre's Party Pack night is on Friday, November 20th against the San Antonio Spurs. For more information and to plan your next night out with the gang, visit pelicans.com today.
3: Fall is here, which means there's a new purpose to get excited about at Smoothie King. It's time to bundle up against the weather outside and give your immune system a little extra support on the inside. At Smoothie King, we're blending our new immune builder smoothies to help you stay strong all season long. Fortify your body with more than 2,000% of your daily vitamin C and all natural immune supporters like vitamins A and E, zinc, and selenium. Try a mixed berry or orange immune builder smoothie today. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose.
0: We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report.
1: Welcome back to our show. We continue from Toronto, Ontario, and we're still looking forward to uh, football this weekend, Saints and Redskins. Rich Tandler will join us here in just a moment, but first up here on this uh, Friday morning is Kenny Albert. He will have the play-by-play for the NFL on Fox. It'll be his second call of a Saints game this season. Uh, It was two weeks ago that Kenny Albert was probably had to be uh, carried out of the broadcast booth from exhaustion after uh, entertaining us with the call on the uh, Saints-Giants affair. Wow, what a game, huh?
2: Oh, it really was. I think I finally uh, calmed down and uh, caught my breath, as I'm sure you did as well, Sean. That was definitely on the list of of my top five as far as exciting NFL games that I've ever seen. And I know the Saints had a bit of a a blip uh, last week against Tennessee and and the Redskins coming off their bye, uh, lost at New England. So looking forward to the game this Sunday. But that game against the Giants, 101 points, 64 first downs, uh, 13 combined touchdown passes, which set a new record. It was incredible.
1: It was incredible. And so now, as you mentioned, Saints and Redskins both coming off of a loss. So a 4-5 and five team versus a 3-5 and five team. Um, do you do you throw the records out here, Kenny, and look simply at the two teams as they stand? And, and, and what storylines intrigue you about the, the, the matchup?
2: Well, I think there are many. I think uh, with the Saints obviously looking to bounce back from the loss and, and get back to the 500 mark. And uh, from the Redskins' standpoint, uh, you know, there's a couple of things that stand out. And like I said, we worked their game against – uh tampa bay three weeks ago now which was the week before the giant redskin or the uh saints and uh, giants thriller i should say and in that redskin game it was their biggest back in franchise history they trailed tampa bay by 24 and come back to win the game but when you look at their overall body of work as you mentioned three and five but uh the redskins rush offense and defense have been two of the big stories over their last four games the numbers are incredible they're really historic uh, you look at the Redskins rushing, they're averaging only 43 yards on the ground over the last four, but defensively they're giving up 187. So uh, those are certainly two areas that, that head coach Jake Rudin would like to see turned around. Uh, like any team, they've had a lot of injury issues this year. I know yesterday was the first time that all of the Redskins on their active roster have practiced all year. Um, you know, they brought in a new center this week who you guys are familiar with, Brian De La Puente. Uh, Corey Lichtensteiger placed on IR. Josh Laribis has started the last three, and uh, they're working De La Puente in, you know, following his first week of practice. I guess there's a chance that he, he could start the game, from what I read. Uh, they got Deshaun the Jackson back last week. Tight end Jordan Reed came back a couple of weeks ago. Defensively, Terrence Knighton missed the game last week, and they've been banged up at linebacker and in the secondary. So uh, we'll see how it all plays out, but it should be a fun day down in, uh, in Landover.
1: You know, with their inability to uh, to run the football effectively has placed a lot on Kirk Cousins. Is that why you think his interception numbers are a little high uh, compared to what he's done going to the end zone?
2: Well, that's probably part of it, although he's only thrown one the last two games, so he, he's uh, been a little bit better as far as that goes. Um, and, and you look at his numbers in wins and in losses, and, you know, you can point to most quarterbacks and say, as they go, you know, so goes the team. And, and with Cousins in the in the three wins, it's five touchdowns, no interceptions. And in the five losses, it's five touchdowns and nine interceptions. So, uh, that, that's been a major factor in, in the games, the Redskins have lost, but, uh, I think his, his best game of the year and, and one of the best games of his career was that Tampa Bay game when he led the comeback, uh, after trailing 24, nothing and, uh, twice in the month of October, he actually threw a game winning touchdown pass in the last minute of the game. So, uh, you know, he's had his ups and downs for sure, but, um, in the last home game, like I said, against Tampa Bay and the previous home game against Philadelphia, it's been, uh, you know, heroics from Kirk Cousins in the final minute.
1: When you look at the uh, inability of the Redskins to get to opposing passers, should Drew Brees and the Saints' offense be licking their chops a little bit, Kenny?
2: Well, it has been an issue, and, and you know, we've seen it with a couple of teams in the NFC East this year. Uh, the Giants have only nine sacks, and and the Redskins, you know, I think part of it is injuries you know they've been without their nose tackle Terrence Knighton like I said and at the linebacker position Perry Riley Jr. has been banged up Keenan Robinson Ryan Kerrigan broke his hand and then when you look at the coverage uh, defensively you know they've been without D'Angelo Hall they've made some changes in the starting lineup at corner and safety so they've kind of you know pieced it together a little bit they have a first year coordinator in in Joe Barry and um, you know having to go up against Tom Brady and, and Drew Brees and in back-to-back weeks, uh, that, that certainly, I'm sure, is not fun for the Redskins defense either.
1: What's the atmosphere like at FedEx Field, Kenny, for those listening that have never gone to a game there? What kind of an atmosphere do the Saints face, whether it be weather or the crowd or anything else? What's unique about that facility?
2: Well, the Redskins have such passionate fans, and, and you think back to the days at RFK Stadium when, when the bleachers used to shake, and, uh, you know, back in the days of Joe Gibbs and the Hogs and, and Joe Theismann and uh, Hall of Fame players on both sides of the football, and they've been in uh, FedEx now, you know, for two decades uh, since the mid '90s, and uh, still have one of the most passionate fan bases in the league. And I think that comes across on game day.
1: When you look at whether it's the the kicker storyline, or um, as you mentioned, the, the the Redskins getting everybody back, and so then, you know, what will they what will they have, or even the Saints' inconsistencies. When you boil it all down, Kenny, when you get into the broadcast booth on Sunday, do you just <laughs> is is there some direction you think it's gonna go that you that you lead the viewer or or how wide open does this game really present itself?
2: No, we really have to let the, the game play out and, and we do have all these storylines coming in. You mentioned the kickers with Hopkins and Forbath and uh, you know, some of the other things that we've gotten prepared during the week, but you know, once the game starts, you have that all ready just in case, but uh, you have to let the game play out. And we've had some thrillers this year. Our crew with uh, Daryl Johnston and Laura Oakman, we had the St. Louis-Seattle game week one that went to overtime 37-31 in St. Louis. Uh, like I said, we had the Redskins coming back from 24 down against the, the Bucks, and then we had right. the 101-point game uh, down at your place. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully this is another one that we can add to that list.
1: You're like a ratings machine, Kenny. I mean, like, come on. <laughs>
2: well, it's been fun, so uh, hope for yep. another, another great one on Sunday.
1: I think you're going to get one. I, I do. I really do. Have a great call on Sunday, Kenny. I know you're busy as all get out, and we appreciate your time, as always, to join us.
2: Thanks, Sean. Have fun in Toronto.
1: Thank you very much. Kenny Albert with us. We'll look forward to his call with Bruce, Daryl Johnson, and Laura Ackman, as he mentioned, on a Sunday with the NFL on Fox. Take a break. We'll get Rich Tandler up in just a moment.
4: Taking flight with your New Orleans Pelicans is fun for all ages. Pelicans fans 13 and under are invited to join the Junior Pelicans Kids Club, presented by Shell. Free membership includes monthly drawings for prizes, access to post-game free throw shoots, and more. For $35, you can upgrade to an All-Star membership and receive extra benefits, such as access to cool gear and discount ticket offers to select Pelicans games. So visit pelicans.com and join the Junior Pelicans Kids Club, presented by Shell today.
1: The Pelican schedule has just been released, and 12-game plans are now on sale. 12-game packages, including the ever-popular weekend plan, allow you to take in a couple of games a month throughout the season for as low as $199. Don't miss your chance to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, and more. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP and score your seats today.
0: hi it's mark romig when i'm not announcing
3: touchdown
0: saints i'm listening to the black and blue report
1: welcome back to the black and blue report saints and redskins this weekend and here on this friday we're kind of wrapping up our coverage we want to get one last look up to uh, washington dc before the uh, saints travel there this weekend and to help us do that is rich tandler he's the redskins blogger and reporter for CSNMidAtlantic.com. he also can be found at realredskins.com and Welcome in, Rich. So glad you could join us for a visit.
5: Hey, sure thing. Thanks for having me on.
1: We uh, have an interesting matchup, don't we, this weekend? Teams that have been inconsistent, and that might make for an interesting battle on Sunday.
5: Yeah, both, both have had their, had their struggles and had some, uh, some pretty good signature-type wins. I think, you know, obviously the one the Saints a couple of weeks ago when they played the Giants coming back in the Redskins, Week before that, can't had the biggest comeback in their history, coming from 24 down to, to beat the uh, beat the Bucks. So we could uh, could see some points going up on the board at FedEx Field.
1: Are the Redskins trending though in the right direction here, Rich? And, I, and the only reason I say that is because I, I feel like they're getting some pieces back and 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 may have a little confidence in them right now.
5: Yeah, they do. And in, in fact, uh, the last last couple of days, yesterday and today, was the first time all year that all 53 players on the roster have practiced. So some of them were limited, but uh, you know, so yes, getting some guys healthy, they went into that. The Jets game was kind of the low point of that um, where they were, you know, they're missing a couple of offensive linemen, a couple of cornerbacks. And I mean, it was, it was crazy, but you know, now they're, they're getting themselves slowly back to health. And if that means trending in the, in the right direction um, you know, it, 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 could be It certainly, in a division where you didn't really need to get off to a fast start in order to stay in contention.
1: Rich, the Redskins offensive line might be the most intriguing piece of this puzzle for me. Tell me what's the latest on that front.
5: Well, what they had to do was had starting center Corey Lichtensteiger, who is a decent player, certainly not going to threaten a Pro Bowl berth or anything, but he has been out for the last several weeks with a neck injury um a, a disc injury you know that is really kind of mysterious really didn't have a timetable for his return so what they had to do was they put him on injured reserve and signed uh brian de la puente who obviously the folks there in new orleans are familiar with uh snapped to drew, drew Brees for a few years and uh so you know they're hinting that they could try to get him Starting on Sunday, the, the, the Josh Larebus, the, the the guy who's been playing center since Lichtensteiger's been out, has been having a lot of problems with snaps. You know, not just you know misfired caught, uh, shotgun snaps, some missed snap pounce. So they are getting De La Puente on a fast track. He could start against New Orleans. He could play against New Orleans, or they could keep him on the shelf for another week or two. But he, he appears to be the the starter sometime in the next few weeks here.
1: That unit, uh, obviously with some pieces you know missing at times and shifting around and whatnot, it, it, at the least they've kept their quarterback clean, but yet they've also had troubles running the football. Is there any rhyme or reason as to why?
5: Not, not really, except that I'll say that, that, that Kirk Cousins is pretty good at, at getting rid of the ball. And I think maybe sometimes you'd almost say he gets rid of it too quickly. They've had uh, the Redskins are last in the league when it comes to plays of 20 yards or more, when it comes to explosive plays downfield. And some of that is because, you know, Kirk is, is more, he's more prone to play it, try to play it safe and get rid of the ball rather than taking the sack. But um, I think the running game, uh, it, it's, it's a lot more complex. I think you can put some of it on the line. I think you can put some of it on the, on the running backs. I think you can also put some of it on the defenses they've been playing. They've really struggled their last four games. But in three of those games, they played the numbers one, two, and three rushing defenses in the NFL. So, you know, see the Saints, they're, they're ranked uh, more near the bottom. I believe they were 30th last time I looked in terms of yards per game. So maybe, you know, against an opponent that, that might not be so, quite so tough against the run, maybe they can get something going.
1: That kind of leads me into my next question, um, Rich, and that's this. If I were to ask you to take out a piece of paper and on the left side, uh, write me down the usual kind of storylines, the week-to-week storylines for the Redskins, and then on the right-hand side, list me a couple of storylines that are unique to this matchup with the Saints. I think you just touched on one of them there, but what would be on the right-hand side of the page specifically for this weekend?
5: Yeah, well, it's like I said, I think, I think they would like to get the running game going. That's been a big goal. That's what they talked about all off-season, and they did it really well against the Dolphins and the Rams the first two games, and then they, it, it just kind of Kind of disappeared, um, and I think uh, you know. And defensively, stopping the run, you know, they've had the same problems. They've given up. Uh, they've have, a, have a, uh, let somebody else on the other team rush for over a hundred yards in each of the last four games. Um, so they want to they want to be tougher on on that end, and you know, if they can take care of that, and then focus on Drew Brees. I think that they want to get some more pressure on the quarterback. Um, Joe Barry, the new defensive coordinator has done a pretty good job with a defense that is not really loaded with talent. Um, but I think they, uh, I think they might try to put a little bit more pressure on Drew Brees, get him out of that, that rhythm passing game that he's been thriving in for years.
1: Wouldn't it be interesting, Rich, if the game comes down to a field goal when we're talking about Dustin Hopkins and Kai Forbath?
5: <laughs> yes, that would be, uh. would be a a blogger's delight, no no question about it. You know, Forbath, I think there was a lot of, you know, a a lot of noise here when he was let go after the first game, you know, because he was the the most accurate field goal kicker in, in team history in terms of percentage, but he also rarely attempted one over 50 yards. And, you know, the kickoffs were coming up short of the end zone. So, they decided to move on, pick up Hopkins, who had just, I guess, been released by the Saints a couple of years earlier, and and he's been great for them. I mean, he is pounding the kickoffs into the end zone. He's hit field—he's he's missed one field goal, which was from over 50 yards. He's hit a couple from 50. Hit one at the end of regulation in 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 the uh, Atlanta game from over 50 yards to get you know to push that game into overtime. Of course, they eventually lost it, but. Still, I don't think that Forbath necessarily would have given them that chance. So, you know, I don't think it's any hard feelings. I think, you know, Forbath understood what it was, but I'm sure he'd be real happy to come to FedEx Field and boot a a game winner against his uh, his old team.
1: It may come down to just that. It is going to be another crazy week in the NFL. Rich Chandler with us here on the Black and Blue Report. If you want more from him, you can always go to CSNMidAtlantic.com. He's the Redskins blogger or at RealRedskins.com. Um, all the best to you this weekend, except for maybe, you know, on Sunday, I, I got to be, you know, I got to be fair here. I'm biased, Rich. <laughs> okay. I'd like to see the saints <laughs> win, you know?
5: Yeah, it should, should be fun. And I think, you know, if the Redskins can uh, come out of it, uh, come out of it healthy for a change, I think that
1: would be a plus no matter what the outcome. Well, good point. Good point. Rich, all the best. Appreciate your time here on this Friday and uh, we'll look forward to your work uh, in the coming days about the game. Cause we want to see it from both sides. And, uh, We'll see you down the road, and uh, is it too early to say happy holidays?
5: You know, I, it's getting a little chilly here. But let's, let's go with it.
1: <laughs> All right. Happy holidays, sir.
5: Okay. Rich Chandler with Thank us on the you. Black
1: and Blue Report. We'll be right back. Okay.
3: Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At auctioner, we get that, so we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866 auchner Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind.
0: It's Pelican's game day. This is the Black and Blue Report.
1: Pelicans go back to the game floor tonight here at the Air Canada Centre to take on the Raptors and uh, everybody wants to know about Anthony Davis and his status. I think that right now, uh, I think he's being listed in game notes as doubtful, but I think that probably the uh, safe bet is that this is a game time decision. And I know that's not a safe bet or uh, solid uh, uh, prognostication of his availability tonight. So we'll kind of have to wait and see. We'll know for sure, I think, when we hit the airwaves tonight uh, for Pelicans warm-up, Daniel Salerson will have that, and uh, and then I'll have the play-by-play for you uh, later on this evening here in Canada. First of two meetings between the Raptors and the Pelicans, and New Orleans obviously looking for win number two on the season. Uh, Drew Holiday is scheduled to play. Uh, Eric Gordon, Ryan Anderson, everybody else ready to go, um, and we'll see how it plays out. Now, Daniel Salerson reminded me earlier today that Last year, the Pelicans uh, did without Anthony Davis, only dressed nine guys the last time they were here in Toronto, and one. Tyreek Evans uh, beat the buzzer and uh, gave the Pelicans a win last time in this building. So hopefully, we'll have a similar result uh, when the uh, final horn sounds on this Friday night. Let's talk about the weekend in general. Not only Toronto, but the New York Knicks, and we'll uh, listen in here to... Pelicans head coach Alvin Gentry. This is from his radio show last night talking about the remaining two games on this road trip. Let's start with Toronto, coach. What lies ahead for your team against the Raptors uh, tomorrow night at Air Canada, Air Canada Center?
4: Well, they've got a very good basketball team. Uh, all-star players in DeRozan. Uh, he's played extremely well. Uh, you know, I think they got good guard play uh, when you look at some of the guys they got. And then I think to me, one of the uh, most important players they have is uh, their center, uh, Valanchunas, who is, you know, a really skilled, another really skilled big guy that can do a lot of things on the court. But uh, they'll get after you defensively. They're really defensively oriented, and uh, they're going to try to push the ball in certain situations. And they also got guys that can step out on the floor and make shots.
1: So, yeah. well, how does pace play into it then, coach? If, if you're wanting to move a little quicker, uh, are they willing and able to run with you?
4: They will run. I think that's what they want to do. Uh, as I said, they got some guys that's very skilled in the open court. And Kyle Lowry, one of their guards, uh, you know, is good defensively but very good at drawing fouls offensively. So we're just going to have to be solid in what we do. We've got to be able to rebound the basketball, and then we've got to be able to complete possessions by coming up with the basketball.
1: We'll finish the trip in New York. I've yet to meet a basketball man that didn't enjoy going to Madison Square Garden. It'll be a matinee on Sunday. Interesting matchup with a Knicks team that's had some moments here early in the season, Coach.
4: Well, they're, they're playing a lot better than they did last year. And I think they're, you know, the triangle is not anything that you learn overnight. So I think uh, uh, Coach Fisher has done a great job of teaching them. I think they really feel good about their team. It's another team that compete really hard. Uh, they do a good job on the board, and obviously having Carmelo back makes a big difference in your team.
1: I know basketball fans have heard for years and years about the triangle offense. Can you help them maybe understand a little more as to what that offense entails? I know that probably in two minutes it will be hard to explain, but what would be the Reader's Digest version?
4: Well, I think, first of all, you got to look, and you always want to be in a triangle, and that's by having a low post player a wing player, and a corner player on the strong side of the floor. And then they also try to take it to the weak side where you play two-man games, and then it's really a read offense from there. You kind of take what the defense gives you, and you play on instincts more than anything. And when you do that and you try to put that in as a system, obviously that's going to take some time to learn. But I think the guys there have picked it up, and they're playing really good basketball, as you said.
1: You know, it's interesting when you can run a triangle with either Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Guys like that seem to make that thing go pretty good.
4: It does work. It does take world as it does as it does with Shaq and uh, some of the other people that have been involved in that. So, uh, as I said, it's something that uh, uh, Coach Fish believes in, and uh, you know he played in it forever with uh, Phil Jackson, and he's there. So, I think you'll you will see a high dose of that with. Uh, Carmelo having the ability to kind of go one-on-one and do his thing out of it.
1: You want to share with me the counter to the triangle, or is that a deep, dark secret?
4: Uh, It's not a secret. You just kind of try to keep the ball on one side of the floor, which is not easy to do. The spacing is always great. Uh, It's a great offense, you know, if you're willing to put in the time to learn it and understand where the reads are.
1: If you missed the Alvin Gentry show last night, uh, obviously there's a little snip there for you, but... The show in its entirety should be up later today on Pelicans.com if you want to check it out. It airs on Thursdays at 7 on 99.5 WRNO-FM. That's the Alvin Gentry Show. That'll do it for us on this Friday. I will look forward to speaking with you on Monday from back in New Orleans when we are recapping uh, Saints and Redskins and hopefully a great weekend for the Pelicans too. Uh, Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Go Saints. Go Pelicans. See you next time on the Black and Blue Report.